You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Amen. Come on, give the Lord one more praise. Go ahead and grab a seat. Hallelujah. We are encouraging the married couples to come on out and be part of this uh, marriage encounter. Amen. Bless your marriage. Uh, even if you don't have funds, let not be that. They let not be an excuse. Show up anyway. Just come, come, Amen, and just let your marriage be blessed, Amen. And so uh, we want you to be part of this. Don't let that be an excuse of not going. Come and uh, and let your marriage be blessed. Can somebody say Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why don't you turn to the book of Joshua? Joshua chapter 6, Joshua's in the Old Testament, hallelujah, Joshua 6, it's before 2nd Joshua, no, I'm just playing, there is no 2nd Joshua, <laughs> just seeing that you guys are listening, amen, praise the Lord, Joshua chapter 6, verses, I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 5. Go ahead and follow with me, amen, uh, it's on the monitors there, but it says, Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in, but the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once for six days, amen, and, the, and seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each of them carrying a ram's horn, and on the seventh day, you are to march the town around the town seven times. Somebody say seven times. With the priests blowing their horns, and when you hear the priests give one loud blast on the ram's horn, have all your people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse, and the people can charge straight into the town. Amen. Today I want to minister a message I entitled, Praying Through. Somebody say, praying through. Praying through, amen. See, you got to understand this morning, not only do we need to pray for, but we need to pray through. Come on. Come on. You, you have to pray through, amen. There are some situations that, that hit our lives that we need to pray through, church. Uh, there are some situations that come against us. Uh, come on. Uh, sometimes we get bad reports, amen. Uh, sometimes we're facing something that seems really big or really impossible. But these are the things that you got to understand that we need to pray through. There are walls that we're going to run into that seem impossible to break through. You ever had those kind of moments in your life? That what you were facing, man, you got a bad report of the do- from the doctor, amen, uh, something just hit your life and it seems, man, uh, how am I going to get through this? Is it just me? Come on, there's this times, amen, that we continue to pray for, pray for, but there are times that you're going to need to pray through. Can somebody say amen? See, prayer warriors, we got any prayer warriors in the house? 
Oh, you don't sound like prayer warriors. <laughs> Do we got any prayer warriors in the house? Amen. Come on, these are men and women that stand and believe and pray uh, no matter what's hitting their life. Prayer warriors become history makers. Behind every moment, behind every miracle, behind every headline, there is a footnote. A footnote is, an, uh, is, a, is a, a note of reference or it explains the headline. And the footnote, church, is prayer. Come on. Listen, if you focus on the footnote, in other words, if you focus on the prayer part, God would write, write the headlines. Are you understanding me? If you focus on the prayer part, doing your part, God will write the headlines. Your prayers, say my prayers. Your prayers have eternal values. Your prayers can change the course of history course of his story. Are you, are you getting it? It changes the course of his story. The Bible. Come on, this, this, this word that, that we have, our word of God, amen. This Bible here is filled with his story. The course of history affects how we live today, church. Now, going back to the text that I just read, come on, how many of you heard the story of the Jericho Walls? Come on, come on, a, a powerful statement there, a powerful story. But just imagine, uh, come on, that story I just read, uh, come on, in Joshua chapter 6, amen. Imagine if the Israelites stopped circling on the sixth day. Come on. Imagine if they would have broke their silence and say, you know what, this is not going to happen. I mean, what are we doing? What, what, this is just an impossible task, amen. There is no way that this is going to happen, amen. We look foolish, amen. And you've got to understand the walls. The walls were six feet wide and 50 feet tall. Now you're circling that, and, you, and God is telling you that uh, when you do all this and you obey what I tell you, one loud shout, that wall's coming down. Now, let's be honest. Most of us will say, no way. Right? Come on. Let's try to just blow this wall down. Come on. This is only like maybe a foot wide. Amen. And what? Maybe nine feet tall. Amen. Let's shout as loud as we can right now and see if that wall comes down. There's a believer. Hallelujah. That's a believer right there, right? But, but into our, 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 our carnal mind, our natural mind, come on, you can huff and puff all you want, but I mean, no, that wall's not coming down. Right? And here they are facing a humongous wall that they're circling. Imagine as they're circling, they're looking, and they're, they're thinking to themselves, there is no way. Look at this wall. It's so massive. There's no way that this is going to come down. Imagine if they would have stopped. Imagine if they would have stopped circling on the 12th time instead of going one more time on that last day. Listen, they would have did a lot of walking for nothing. Amen? A lot of walking for nothing. They would have been like the generation before them. They would have defaulted on the promise. And the same goes with us, guys. The same is true with us. If we stop 
praying. Come on, somebody. If we stop circling, amen, uh, come on. Uh, if we are going around and saying, you know what, I'm not going to pray for that no more. Come on, she's not changing, he's not changing. That's why you got to be at the marriage thing, amen. Uh, but you got you to say, man, this is not going to happen, amen. Uh, this job is not going to go away. This sickness is not going to go away. If we imagine if we just stop and say, you know what, there's just no way. This is not going to happen. This, this is the way it is. And we're going to lose out on the promise, church. I thank God for my wife who was persistent. Persistence for praying for this knucklehead that wasn't saved, for my salvation. She was persistent like that woman, uh, the widow, amen, in Luke chapter 18. Come on. She didn't give up. Imagine, man, I, I imagine that if she would have gave up on that ninth year and said, no, I'm done with this knucklehead. Come on, I've been praying for nine straight, this is nine straight years. This ain't seven days, guys. Nine straight years going around, save my husband, change him, change him, and I'm getting worse, and I'm getting worse. That, that, that wall seemed to get bigger and bigger in front of her. Imagine she said, you know what, I'm done with this clown. Imagine if she would have stopped praying for me. Thank God for her. She held on to the promise. I'm her reward. Hallelujah. No. <laughs> She's my reward too. Amen. Praise God. It's a, it's a double bonus right here. Hallelujah. Prayer works. Amen. But look what it said in Luke, amen. This is, a, this is how we got to pray, amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 5 says this. One day, eh, Jesus told his disciples a story to show them that they should always pray and never what? Never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, and he said, who either feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute over my enemy. And the judge ignored her for a while. But finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. This woman is hounding me. She's not giving up day after day. She's coming. Justice, justice, justice. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. That's how we got to be at prayer, church. Come on, we got to constantly pray and constantly circle what we're circling. See, many of us, we give up too easily. Come on, somebody. We give up too soon. Come on, you quit praying, and the miracle was about to happen. Oh, come on. You're right there. You're at the very edge. You're at the promised land. You're about one step over, and you finally said, I'm done. You forfeit. You default it on the very promise that God has for you. I mean, we keep praying and praying until something happens. Well, that's what push means, right? Push, push, pray until something happens. You got to keep on praying. My, my wife kept praying until something happened. There's there, there was one time she was praying and something happened. I wrecked. I did. Amen. I wrecked. She said, man, man, th that, this is it. He's going to turn his life around. But no. She prayed and something else happened. My daughter almost died on us. Cherise, amen. And, and not, I, this is going to change him. No. 
He kept praying and praying until something happened. Finally, it happened. Come on, somebody. Come on. Your prayers are not in vain, church. Come on. God hears you even though you think he's not hearing you. You got to be persistent. You got to continue circling uh, that wall, circling that, that impossible task that stands before you. Uh, don't give up. Amen. Uh, don't give up too soon because your miracle church uh, is just around the corner. Uh, if you just hang on, tell your neighbor, hang on. See, what you need to do, church, is stop praying for and start praying through. See, we need to discover the difference between praying for and praying through. You got to pray through your Jerichos. You got to pray through these tough situations that we face. There are circumstances, church, that we pray for and it gets done. Come on, the job gets done. Like, like, like praying for meals. I believe in praying for short meals before, uh, before you eat. Uh, praying, uh, praying short prayers before you eat, amen, because very short prayers. Because I also believe on eating food while it's still hot. My father-in-law, God rest his soul, amen, uh, he went to be with the Lord a few years back. He believed for praying through meals. If we picked him to pray for the meal, we weren't going to eat for a half hour. Come on, he'd be casting out demons, calories, Fat out of food, amen. He'd be casting all kinds of stuff out of the food. He believed for praying through. But there are times, church, where we need to pray through. Come on. Where we hit the altar of God. When we get on our knees and cry out. When we grab the horns of the altar of God and says, I'm not moving until He moves. Have you ever been that desperate? Has your situation been that desperate when it causes you to, to drop on your knees and call out to God and believe, God, I, I can't go anywhere. I, I got to believe in you, God. I, I'm right here. I, I'm seeking you. I, I'm not giving up. Amen. I, I'm going to keep on seeking you until you move, until you answer that prayer, God, because I, I, I'm believing. I'm trusting in you. I'm going to be still and know that you're God. There are moments that we need to get on our knees. There are moments that not only do we need to pray for, but we need to pray through church. It's where you refuse from circling your prayer until God moves. It's where you intercede until He intervenes. It's all about praying through church. This young generation don't understand that. They give up too quick. They pray for a day, and there's no answer next day, that's it. Come on, we, we got to teach our, ne- our younger generation. Uh, that's why these, this group of kids are going, I pray that they grab a hold that there is power in prayer, amen, uh, that's going to get them through their struggles, uh, that's going to get them through their team pressures, uh, whatever life's facing them, amen, uh, that they get a hold of God and know how to get a hold of God through prayer because prayer works. Uh, come on, uh, we grew up in the old town, amen, uh, old school people, amen, we prayed and prayed. And when we got tired of praying, guess what? We prayed again. Another prayer meeting. Another one? Yes. All right. We call prayer meeting now. Nobody wants to show up. Come on. And yet they complain about their troubles. Well, have you been praying? Yeah, I prayed for a minute. <laughs> okay. You just barely got 
God's a little tension to just turn like this. You don't make no move. He made no move. You got to cry out to get his attention. You got to cry out, amen. Just like he, this persistent widow, amen, cried out. It, it got the judge's attention. You got to cry out, church. Or you're just going to accept and say, well, that's the way it is. Come on, you got to pray through. Come on, some of the marriages here, you got to pray through. Come on, pray through this one. We're going to pray through this, baby. We're going to pray through this. We're going to get through this. Come on, we're going to pray through for our kids. Come on, we can't just pray for our kids no more. Let's pray through for our kids. Come on, we got we to pray for those tough situations that our families face by praying through, church. Praying through is about consistency. See, we pray through, amen, and it becomes, if we get no results real quick, we, we stop. It's about being consistent. Come on, they, they, they were given some, some orders to, to obey. They were given some things. They, they needed to be consistent on the very orders that God gave them to go around Jericho in order for something to happen. And the same thing goes with us. We need to be consistent in our prayer if you want something to happen. Hello? Come on, we can't just grab the bottle, come to prayer and say, God, this is what I need. Rub the lamp, and this is my wish. God is not a genie in the bottle, church. The only thing that's in the bottle is the oil. Hallelujah. That needs to come out to anoint you. We can't just rub to get what we want. We've got to pray through some situations, church. Are you following me? It's about consistency. It's about circling your Jericho as many times as it takes. It's about being persistent. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 5 says this. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that it helps us develop endurance or perseverance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope does not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because He's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Persistence means continuing without change in function or structure. You've got to remain. You've got to remain, church. The Bible says in James chapter 5.16, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Do we got any prayer warriors in the house? Come on. You gotta be, you, you gotta understand, prayer, prayer, prayer makes you that righteous person that becomes powerful, that becomes effective. Prayer gives you authority, church. Prayer will say, man, let's do this. Prayer just say, let's, let's go for it. Prayer says, you know what, Pastor, let's, let's scream, this wall will come down. Come on, and we'll keep yelling until it does. Prayers, you know, prayer drive. Prayer will cause you to do some crazy things for God. Come on, prayer back in the day, man. Man, we go outside after after Sunday service, Sunday night service, whatever it is. Brother's car can't start. Man, we we just laid hands on the battery. It started. That, that, that's what happened, amen. That's what that's what happens now. I mean, today we got to go buy a battery, but but 
But we got any believers that can still, it can still happen. That's faith. That's just, that, that, was just tra- that was just part of who we were. It's just that this is what we do. There's a problem, let's pray. We don't call no me- me- mechanic. We call on Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus always came through. See, we, we got to step out in faith again, church. We got to step out in the impossibilities. We need to step out, especially in our society today. What our society and our world needs today is prayer, amen. Prayer is going to change. Prayer will bring change. Prayer warriors become history makers. Don't give up on society. Don't give up on our world. Don't give up on the president. Don't give up on what you see what is wrong. Won't you pray through that? Not complain for it. We're good at pray, we're good at praying, complaining through, right? We know how to complain through. Just turn around and do a praying through. Just pray through, church. See, praying through means not taking no for an answer. I'm not taking a no. Come on. It's about circling that wall that, that stops us from the promise. And never quitting. Never quit praying, church, because you never know when that wall is going to fall. You're always one prayer away from your miracle. One prayer away from your miracle. Praying through is so intense, church. Circling your Jericho involves more than words. It involves groaning. You ever groan before the Lord? No, I guess not. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, sometimes you don't have the words to say. You just, you just, uh, you just, and it's just heartbreaking tears. That's what it involves, amen, and praying through, praying through cries out. It's a cry from your spirit. Praying through doesn't bend the ear of God. Praying through touches the heart of God. It takes courage to pray this way, church. There's a quote from somebody that says, courage is fear that is said it's prayer. See, courage doesn't always roar, church. Sometimes courage is that little voice at the end of the day that says, you know what? I'm going to try this again tomorrow. Come on. It's about praying through, church. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you found yourself flat on your face before God? Come on. When was the last time that your knees hurt? When was the last time that you wore out some carpet in your house? Remember that old saying? I'm just wearing out some carpet. Going back and forth pacing because you're praying and seeking God. When's the last time that has happened? See, when we have nothing left but God, we discover that God is enough, church. And if God is all you have, guess what? You got all you need. Do we finally understand that, church? That we simply need to go. To, we just need to go to God. We just got to go to God. Don't complain. Don't don't point fingers. Don't don't blame mom and dad. We like to blame our past, our, our upbringing, and all this stuff. And I know that some of that affects us, but God is always still there for us, and God can get us through that, church. God can change the mindset, like I preached last week. Change your mind, change your world. Some of us need to change the way we, we, we think. It's all we know. It's not your fault, but God has a plan for you. God has something that He can do in your life. God, come on, this is not enough. 
This is not it. Come on, if you want to, God wants to take you higher and deeper. Listen, there are higher heights and deeper depths in prayer. And God wants to take you there. Come on, He wants to take you to a place that you've never been before. A new encounter, a, a new dimension of prayer, a, a new deeper meaning of His presence. It's when you're in that, that room by yourself, amen. Uh, come on, you're just locked in the room with God, amen. Uh, you're, with your, you're with the one that loves you the most, amen. That intimate moment, amen. Uh, that you're in a place, man. They said, man, I don't want to leave this place. That you're really into the presence of God. Because if you want God to do something new in your life, how many want that in this place? Come on, how many know you can't do the same old thing anymore? You can't pray the same way if nothing's changing. Like I say, change your mind, change your world, change the way you pray. Get more persistent. It involves more sacrifice. It involves being still in the presence of God. And when you do church, when you start to do things like this, you realize... You haven't been sacrificing at all. Come on, we think we get on our knees and we get on our knees for 15 minutes and we're, giving, we're doing God a favor. He's not impressed by that. When you get into the presence of God and you start to seek Him with all your heart, you realize, man, I haven't been really pressing in. Man, I haven't been in this, I haven't been in this place. I haven't been sacrificing the way I should. I've been, I haven't been fasting the way I need to fast. Come on, church. Drives you to do things and sacrifice because you want a movement. You're hungry for God. You, you, you need God to move in your situation. You're not depending on man. You're not depending on anybody else. You're depending on God. God, I need you. I need you to move in this situation. It, it, nothing's going to happen unless you get involved. Come on. I, I, can't, I, I can't beg the boss. I can't this or that. God, you are my boss. You are my everything. I come to you. He tells you what you need to do for yourself. It's going to involve more risks. But you have to be willing to go there, church. I say make the risk. Make the sacrifice and circle that Jericho. Church, if you pray through and on that, on that ram's horn of the prayer, man, and grab a hold it with all you had and say, God, I'm not moving until you do something here. Really getting on our knees and seeking Him. Moving and praying through, church. Amen? Amen? Last thing real quickly. Not only do we need to pray through, but we need to praise through. Come on, somebody. I want you to go back to the story of, of, of the Jericho Wall, back in Joshua chapter 6. And I want you to, I'm going to read something here that I want you to catch. I'm going to see if you catch it. Amen. If we go back to the story. It says that now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho. Did you catch it, church? Huh? Here, God is speaking. He, he's speaking past tense. He, he, here, he's not, he's, not, he's not saying that one day. He's not saying one day I'm going to give you. Come on. Uh, God didn't say, I, I won't, he says what? I've given you Jericho. 
I've given you Jericho. you got to understand, church, the battle was won before the battle began. Come on, somebody. Come on. God already has given them the city. All they had to do was obey, be silent in stillness of God, and circle the promise. In other words, stop praying for it. Start praising God for it. Come on, come on, you got to start praising God at what is, that it's already done, church. Listen, true faith doesn't celebrate after the miracle. True faith celebrates before the miracle happens, as if it, if it already happened, church. Come on, somebody. you got to start thanking God. If your child's not saved, he thank you that he is saved. Come on, uh, if I'm not healed, God, thank you for my healing. I'm already healed in Jesus. you got to start praising him, uh, start thanking him uh, as it already happened, church. Not only pray through, but praise through. I remember praying for this building that we're in right now. I don't know, for those who were with me, on, 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 with, with us, amen, on 14th Street. Come on, we started, that's where we started Adoration Night. At every third Wednesday of the month, we fast as a church because we wanted God to move. We wanted God to, to give us what we were asking Him in. I remember we would pray those nights, amen. We would fast, amen, for our new building. We pray for the timing of God. Remember that? We're praying, amen, for the favor of God, the location, uh, the people that are waiting for us, amen. I remember one Wednesday, I said, you know what, church? We need to start thanking Him all right now. We've been asking and asking. Let's start to thank them, amen, that we already got it, amen. So we got, I got them all pumped up. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And some people are looking at me, this guy's nuts. It sounded crazy, amen, but sometimes we need to quit praying and take time out and start thanking him. That is done, amen. Uh, come on, I started thanking him. I, that night I was just, thank you, Lord, for the building. Thank you, Lord, for the favor. God, uh, thank you, Lord, it's the right building. Thank you, God, I finally got an office. Woo, that was one of the requests, amen. Got my office. I, I mean, I was specific. You got to be specific with God. I, I told him the size I want, out the location, I, uh, the favor with the, with the management company. I want, I want to favor this and that. I started thank, thank you for everything that you're giving us. Thank you that everything inside is paid in full, amen. That the money was there, amen. We didn't have the money then, but all the money was going to be there. Everything, everything you're sitting on is paid in full, amen, right when we moved in. Why? Because we believe and I thank God for it to be done. Amen. The finances came through. Everything came through. Amen. We were not only praying for, but we were praying through. Amen. And then we started praising for. Amen. And say, thank you, Lord, that you've given us what we ask. See, prayer and praise are both expressions of faith. But praise is a higher dimension of faith. See, praying is asking God to do something. Future tense. Praise is believing that God has already done it. Past tense. Are you getting it? Come on, you got to thank Him, church. You got to thank Him for your breakthrough. You got to thank Him, amen. For you, you'll, uh, never mind. <laughs> I need water. Thank you for water, Lord. For somebody, but God said, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Remember, God does miracles for one reason only, church. It's to spell out his glory. That's the only reason. Remember the, the blind man? 
They ask him, why is he blind? Was it his parents or something they did? What was it? And he goes, no. That God's glory will be displayed in his life. See, everything that God does is for, for, for the miracles that he does in our life is for his glory. All his glory. And so when God does a miracle, you've got to give him the glory, but you've got to do it beforehand as it's already done, church. Don't pray just through, church. Praise through. Amen? He tells them, I have given you Jericho. He tells them right there and then, I've given you the city. I've given you the promise. It's there for your taking. All you got to do is obey me. All you got to do is keep circling. All you got to do when I tell you to shout, shout. When I tell you to believe, believe. When I tell you to shh, shh. The problem is for some of us, amen. We don't like shh. But God, but God, shh. Sometimes you got to be. Being still is sometimes silence. Be still and know that I'm God. Sometimes it's in the silence that we know God in a deeper level. God, how many know that God knows? Anything that you're going, He already knows. Even before He's, He already knows. He knows. He knows. And when He's telling you to shh, He says, I already know. Shh. And watch me move. Sometimes we blow our own promise because we don't, shh. We're like, it's okay. We're like, ah! And then we say something. You blew it. We blow it sometimes. And God just say, can you just obey this? One moment of this? We still go complaining. We can't. We would just... You can't be still. Just be still. That's how we are in our spirits. We, we can't just stay. God just says, I want you to be still. Just like a, my, my daughter-in-law ministered on, on Wednesday, man. Come on in. There, there was Mary, right? Mary was at, sitting at his feet, being just kicking back. And she was all red. Going on, Martha the Warrior. Get her, get her. Presence of God is being still. We're like we're, all of us, man. Well, this, this, all, all that should be. We should be a Martha at times. We should be a Mary at times. But there's times where God's saying, "I want you to be a Mary and just sit at my feet. Just be still. You be still. You 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 you'll hear my heartbeat. If you just be still, you'll feel my love. If you just be still, you'll feel my comfort. And he's just telling us, be still. Just be silent and feel my presence." Those are the best moments, church, is when you're just in the stillness of God and you feel God. He says, man, this is awesome. I know worship sometimes is awesome. Singing to the Lord is awesome. All those things are awesome, but sometimes just in the very stillness of God, oh, man, this is, it goes into a deeper level where you just start to feel Him. And all of a sudden, you just get an insurance in your spirit. You know what? Everything's going to be okay. Hope starts to rise up in your spirit. And all this, man, is just a peace. Don't it feel good where, when the house is just quiet? Especially when you have a lot of kids. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that silence, there's, there was moments in me when, when our kids were growing up and me and my wife would look at each other and go, it's quiet. I know. 
This is cool. <laughs> sometimes it's like that with the Lord. Sometimes we're just so life, the noise of life, the noise of the world, the noise of problems, and the noise of bills and all this stuff. And, and it's just that good time in the moment that was just quiet. And you feel the peace of God. Even though you may have some concerns in your spirit, He says, I know. You feel that, that what am I tripping for you? It's going to be all right. In that, in that peace, and you learn to just shh. And you start to hear Him. And He speaks to us, church. Stop giving you, Jericho. Let me tell you, He's already given us the promises. <laughs> They're ours. There's ours. They're, they're already yours. All you got to do is simply what? Obey. And they get release. Obedience opens up to the promises. You just got to obey. Promises are yours. Healing is yours. Finances are yours. Really, everything you want is yours. You hold on to the promise. They're there. Peace, the love, everything's all right here. But at the same time, he, he tells us there's trials and storms and battles that you're going to face. He doesn't hide those from us. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you these. <laughs> you're going to have some hard times sometimes, some tribulation. You're going to go through some hard times. But why? We deal with the carnal. We're still in the flesh, church. Come on, we haven't made it to heaven yet. Come on, there's going to be times where you want to uh, say something wrong. Come on. Don't yell that out. <laughs> but there is times, right? Oh, that, that's that, he's saying it from. Yeah, some of us we, we don't we don't say we hide it in. We're like Rah! inside. Come on, we go through these things. Why we haven't got there yet? The battle's going to be real, church. But he promises to help us through. He's, he's our strength. He's our everything. You got to hang in, church. For some of you, you need to stop praying for your miracle and start praising God for your miracle. And start thanking Him for doing it. That it's done. It's done. I'm telling you, your faith will increase by just speaking that. Something will stir in your spirit as long as you continue to obey and be still. See, faith does not make things easy. It just makes them possible. Because there are moments in your life where you need to stop pleading and start praising. Come on, if God has put a promise in your heart, praise Him for it. We need to celebrate like it's already happened. You don't need to, you need to stop asking God. Come on, and just start to say, God, you already answered it. Start believing that He answered it. And just for record, church, if God doesn't answer it the way you want, you still need to praise Him for it. Come on. This is not what I expected. This is what you got. <laughs> Thank me for it. Because it's better than what you had before. Come on, somebody. See, sometimes God doesn't give you what you uh, doesn't give you think what, uh, doesn't give you what you think you want. Not because you don't deserve it, because you deserve more. So sometimes there's something more, guys. It's not, that's not the end. There's more to come. Sometimes he releases us in batches. 
just to see where you're at. Come on. Come on, he'll give you more. The, the more is there. That's not just it, church. Come on, this is probably the most difficult time to praise God. But I'm telling you, when our praise is most pure and most pleasing to God, this is, this is where we start to get it and join the presence of God. When you start to, I mean, your worship will go higher. When you start just thanking God, even though it's, it hasn't come yet. Praising God, even though you haven't received it yet. Amen? You've got to understand that faith in God includes faith in His timing. Trust in Him, church. To know that He, he knows what's, what He's doing. Everything's in His hands. Nothing's out of control in Him. Amen? He's there. Hallelujah. That close today, amen. Sometimes dreams seem dead, but prayer has the power to resurrect them, amen. Bring these dreams to life, amen, and give you life. For some of us here today, I'm not sure what, your, what promise God has put in your heart. Or what Jericho you're circling today, church. I don't know what dream you're holding on to or the miracle that you're holding on for, but I'll say this to you. Keep circling your Jericho. Don't just pray for, but pray through. And don't just pray through, but, but praise through. Come on, church. And as you do, God will always come through. Let's, 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 let's get out of the, let's start getting back into the really, into a uh, arena of prayer in our lives. Not simply just doing the pray for prayers. God, it's time to war. It's time that we got to war, church. This is a battle. This is a spiritual battle that we're fighting through. And our best spiritual weapon is prayer. It is prayer, church. We got to learn how to pray. Everything is wrapped in prayer. Everything we do is wrapped in prayer. We got to learn not to just pray for, but sometimes you got to just pray through. And that's where the warring starts. That's when you start to get on your knees. That's when you start to say, "Man, God, I, I'm gonna pray through this situation. I'm gonna pray through this circumstance. I'm gonna pray through." And then not not only that, that I'm gonna praise you. That's already done. And we start to have a thanksgiving in our hearts because. It, what it is, we will start to get bitter in our prayer life if we don't praise God for it. If we don't start thanking God for it, church. Come on, you'll be praying and praying, then you'll be complaining. Man, I've been praying and praying, nothing happens. You get bitter, church. That's why you got to throw some praise in there. You got to mix it up, throw some praise. Okay, God, I'm praying through. Now I'm just going to praise you. I'm going to thank you that it's already done. And even though if it doesn't happen, I'm going to still keep doing my thing. Praying for it, praying through praising through. Amen? Amen. Surrender to what is. Let go of what was and have faith to what will be, church. All dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. Let's be courageous people that pursue our dreams. And let's Come on, let's circle our promises. And when God says to yell, scream, those walls will come down and just go get your promise. Amen? Come on, let's all stand up.